Tommy Lloyd's team finally hits the court and not a game that matters, but a game playing another team at least. And this should be Tommy Lloyd's best team. We're going to explain why on Locked on Wildcats. You are Locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for making it. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats and making this your first listen of the day. This show is brought to you by FanDuel. We will revisit FanDuel here shortly. But first, Arizona basketball is here. And again, <clears throat> there's all kinds of good stuff to talk about here because, as we all know, Arizona basketball runs this city. Excuse me, I got a little bit of a, a frog in my throat, as the kids would say. But let's. <clears throat> Now, let's talk about it. That's great podcasting right there. All right. First thing, though, I believe this is going to be Tommy Lloyd's best team in Arizona. Again, the preseason number 12, and I think a uh, I think a big part of it is that um, Tommy Lloyd has been able to reload. And not only has he been able to reload, looking at this roster and looking at, this, looking at these stats, he's also been able to get a new level of player in here. And what do I mean by that? Last year's team. We talk, we've talked about it at nauseum. Last year's team had some very good qualities to it. There's no doubt about it. But that also, I think, was a very good Tommy Lloyd coaching job, being that being that I don't believe that this team was probably as good as uh probably as good as it should have been. Because here's the here's the main thing. When you watch this t- squad last year, what did you really think? Who did you really think was going to be that guy at the end of a game who was just going to take over? I don't really know who that was, and I don't really know anybody who uh, knew who that was, and I think that's a little bit of a problem. But not only that, Arizona was also not nearly as tough as it just needed to be. Again, we're going to keep coming back to that, but that really was the story of the offseason for me, is that Arizona just wasn't as tough as it needed to be. It needed to be tougher. There's just, in my opinion, there's just no other way around it. It just wasn't tough. Now, again, not saying that... um, not saying that they weren't good, but they weren't tough. And But when you're in the Pac-12, you're able to kind of disguise that a little bit. Um, you're able to kind of disguise that a little bit by, you know, playing, first of all, playing bad teams. Uh, going into the Big 12, that's obviously going to change a little bit. Um, but a big part of it was, a, and a big part of it was that you get basically bye weeks. Um, now, not only do you get uh, bye weeks, you get, um, you basically get, uh, you know, you don't have to play hard. You don't have to play as well. And I think that's the problem is that when you play hard, when you play well, um, you're going to continue to bring that. It kind of was fool's gold last year to a certain extent in Arizona. And I think that was the issue is that there was some fool's gold in play right there. Um, I watched this squad and I think to myself that I, this is going to be a very tough out. Now, Tommy Lloyd talked about it in media day yesterday. Strength in numbers, strength in numbers, and he is right about that. Last year's team, you had about five or six dudes, and again, they all kind of had various limitations. Not the worst thing in the world, but they all kind of had some limitations. And um, a big part of those limitations was, First of all, not being able to make any plays off the bounce. That is always going to be a problem. If you can't make plays off the bounce, then 
don't really know what uh, what you're going to be able to do. Again, you can run your continuity offense, you can run your motion, all of that stuff. But when things really bog down, you need somebody to make a play. Arizona did not have that last year. And not only did Arizona not have that, they didn't have anything close to resembling that last year. Um, so when the going got tough, yeah, I guess Courtney Ramey could have maybe been that guy. But again, Courtney Ramey wasn't really that dude. Um, again, Courtney Ramey did some very good things, but I don't know that anybody look at Courtney Ramey as someone that was going to take over a game in the last couple minutes. Again, just not really his forte, not a put down towards him by any means, but just not his, uh, his thing. Kirk Carissa couldn't do that. We know that, but here's what we need to look for in this, uh, exhibition game. First and foremost, players that can create their own shots within the confines of the dribble and the offense right there. Caleb Love. Tommy Lloyd has talked about him time and time and time again, just playing good team basketball and taking good shots. I believe we're going to see that from Caleb Love this year. And not only do I believe we're going to see that from Caleb Love, um, I believe that he is going to be one of the uh, one of the uh, the bright lights of the team right here. Um, again, with uh, with this squad though. Caleb Love can make plays off the bounce. Jaden Bradley, curious to see what he can do making plays off the bounce. Also very curious to see Kylan Boswell as well. What can he do? Boswell as well. What can he do off the bounce? Because, again, there's a lot of different options, I think, that are in play right there. Um, and uh, then, obviously, Paul Larson, not going to make plays off the bounce. We know that. But he's already got a very good role. And then up front, obviously, those dudes not making plays off the bounce, but they can be very, very useful in their own uh, their own avenues. So let's now talk about the backcourt. Boswell. All eyes are going to be on Boswell this season. Again, he, uh, he really struggled last year to start out the season, but towards the end of the year, Boswell had become a monster. Um, and I think that Tommy Lloyd probably messed up, and I think Tommy Lloyd probably knows this as well. I think Tommy Lloyd probably messed up in not putting him, uh, not putting him out there earlier. Um, that's just kind of the way it is. Um, not putting him out here, not putting him out there earlier, because again, I think by the end of the year, he was better than Kirk Creesa and he didn't come with some of the constant headaches that Kirk Creesa brings into the fold as well. Um, he was, like I said, he was just a good basketball player by the end of the season. And I think Arizona needs more of that, not less of that. And then, Looking at a player like uh, Jane Bradley then in the backcourt, I think he is going to augment very well everything that Kylan Boswell does um, because I think he's a little bit more dynamic athletically. And not only is he a little bit more dynamic athletically, he is able to um, he's able to stress a defense and he can also pick his guy up full court. Um, I'm excited to see what Bradley does. And not only are we not only am I excited to see what Bradley does, I'm also excited to see just what uh, what kind of flexibility this gives this team defensively. Because again, um, uh, because again, this is also a team that uh, this is also a squad that um, has a lot of new pieces, and you're going to need some players to be able to take on just kind of a different role. And by taking on a little bit of a different role, that means that, you know, I need somebody that can also play really good defense. I need somebody that can pick up somebody full court. And again, Arizona didn't really have a ton of that last year. And I think that's something that we definitely need to keep in mind. So that's kind of where we're at with all of this. Now, we'll say this. 
But let's talk a little bit, though, first about FanDuel. All right, my friends, FanDuel, FanDuel.com backslash Locked On College. This is the best time of the year to be able to hop in and get your money in on stuff that's fun. And not only stuff that's fun, that uh, we got basketball here, we got football here, and not only do we have both of these sports here, they are here to stay. And you know what? I don't like baseball, but I will tell you this. What makes anything more exciting than watching baseball than actually having some money on it? I could watch baseball all day long if I got money on it. That's kind of where we're, uh, that's where I'm at right here with this. Now, check it out, fanduel.com backslash locked on college. Check it out. You will thank me later. Trust me on this. You know, your money's good with FanDuel. So again, check it out, fanduel.com. All right, now, backslash locked on college, as you know. Now, Let's take a quick break, come back, and then we're going to talk more about the backcourt. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats, and making this your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now. Now, let's continue talking about the backcourt. We talked about what we needed out of Jaden Bradley. We talked about what we needed out of Kylan Boswell. Now, Caleb Love. Caleb Love's kind of the elephant in the room. A lot of people quest, a lot of people skeptical on Caleb Love. I am not one of those. I believe that Caleb Love is going to be fantastic for Arizona. And not only do I believe he's going to be fantastic, I believe he is going to shoot a high percentage. A lot of people out there don't believe that he's going to shoot a high percentage. I say poppycock. I say that he's going to shoot somewhere around 44%. And if he shoots 44%, that's exactly what Arizona needs. Because as we've talked about, you need dudes that can make plays off the bounce. It's really that simple. And not only that, if you don't have players that can make plays off the bounce, you kind of get into a little bit of a trouble. You kind of get into a little bit of trouble too, because you're very limited in what you can do. Caleb Love can do that. And I know that he was wildly, wildly all over the place at uh, uh, North Carolina. I get that. But I also like players, too, that can score 30 points in a, in a Final Four game because that also shows me, too, that they embrace the moment. And not only do they embrace the moment, they embrace the moment where uh, they embrace the moment where, I mean, let's be honest here, very few do. That is very difficult for somebody to just sit here and say, all right, you know, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that when the Final Four comes. You don't know until that moment hits because we hear this all the time that you're going to do something and it never really happens. So again, there's definitely that to keep in mind. Love has shown that. Love has proven in that regard. And that's a big, that's a big, big aspect. Then Pella Larson, Argot, the Swedish pinball. Um, Again, I think this is going to be a very good roster for Pella Larson for a variety of reasons. First, he doesn't have to dribble the ball, which is a good thing. And not only is that a good thing, it is a it is a it's a deal where um I don't think he's going to be forced into doing things that he doesn't want to do. Because last year it felt like Tommy Lloyd had kind of those expectations on him that he was going to um, you know, he was going to do a lot of stuff that he couldn't do. I think Tommy Lloyd talked about him being an all-conference player. Um, he wasn't close to all-conference, and there's nothing wrong with that. But um, I think now he's kind of in his role, and not only is he in his role, he's kind of in a spot now where I think he can be pretty excited about, I need to go out there and play really good defense. I need to go out there and finish around the basket. I don't need to do all the other stuff, too, that uh, that other folks are doing because we already have people that can do that. 
And that's where I think a lot of people should be very excited because, again, um, he's a good basketball player. He drives me crazy, some of the stuff. But overall, he is a good basketball player. Not only is he a good basketball player, he's a dude who can he's a dude who can um I think be a very good glue guy. Because again, a lot of people a lot of teams don't have players that are good glue guys. And you always need those. Last year's Arizona team felt like it had a bunch of glue guys. And not only did it feel like it had a bunch of glue guys, it felt like it had a bunch of dudes who, like I said, were solid, but I still don't know how they were so good. And I think that's kind of where it was a little bit of a surprise because I just have no clue how they thought that uh, or how they were so good because, quite frankly, they shouldn't have been that good. Um, now, the uh, let's talk a little bit then about the style of play because the style of play for Arizona basketball means everything, my friends. And not only does it mean everything, it's uh, when Arizona basketball is at its best, it's getting up and down. We've watched before. We've watched Lute Olsen. We know where uh, we know where Lute Olson's, uh, you know, when a team came in here, if they were getting ready for that run, that run of death, as so many called it, it was basically it could be game over at that point. And it generally was game over at that point. Um, not only was it game over, it was essentially demoralizing. Tommy Lloyd's got a little bit of that to him. And not only does Tommy Lloyd have a little bit of that to him. He's uh, he's putting the players in play to do that. I always will remember back to when Tommy Lloyd was talking about how he um, uh, when he got to Arizona, he said, I'm going to run not because it's the best way to uh, try to sell recruits or, you know, try to, you know, spark engagement, but because it is the best way to win basketball games. And he's right. I never understood why Sean Miller, with all the talent that he had, would never actually unleash the dogs of war that just never really happened. And I think in hindsight, Arizona probably, probably could have uh, probably made a final four. And now Sean Miller talks about how much he likes running all of that. That's awesome. But at the end of the day, you also kind of wonder why did this not occur when uh, you were here? Because that would have been very nice, but either way, um, better late than never for Sean Miller back to Arizona though. This team is going to enforce its will on people. Not only is the defense, not only is the offense going to enforce its will on people, um, I think defensively it's going to be a little bit different as well. And what I guess I mean by that is that um, it is going to, uh, it's going to be a squad that I think is defensively is going to be fairly tough. And that's also going to give, that's also going to give Tommy Lloyd a lot more margin for error because last year, it was, there was way too many times where they didn't have that margin for error. Not only did they not have that margin for error, they didn't have any of that because, again, they weren't that tough. And I think that was the problem. They just weren't that tough. And when, you, when you're when you not tough, you, you've got to be really, really good. you got to be really, really skilled. And that was just not something that they had. And I think that's something that I think a lot of fans – um, we're up, we're frustrated by, and rightfully so. But the style of play this year, I think, is going to be much better, and I think it's going to be much tougher. And I think Lloyd knows that. Again, that's the cool thing about Tommy Lloyd is that he doesn't know what he doesn't know, and he knows that he doesn't know what he doesn't know. That's the best part about this. I do believe that, uh, like I said, I do believe this squad is going to be very tough, very tough, and going to run an aesthetically pleasing style of play, which I think we should all be able to get behind right there. Um, now on the front court, it's going to help because up front, you don't really have any questions about the front court. 
The front court up there is incredibly tough. And not only is the front court up there incredibly tough, it's also it's also going to be a very nice little back end right there. Watch this in the game. I think you're going to see Dylan Anderson in this game. And not only do I think you're going to see Dylan Anderson in this game, I think you're going to see Dylan Anderson start. Now, again, that's just a guess. Could be totally wrong. But I think you're going to see Dylan Anderson start. And if Dylan Anderson is starting, then the world better watch out. Because I'm, I've been telling you, this dude is going to uh, this dude's going to surprise some people. Not only is he going to surprise some people, he is going to be a player that um, I think it's going to be a little difficult to keep him out of the rotation. Not only going to be difficult to keep him out of the rotation, I think it's also going to be difficult to. Uh, I mean, let's just be honest here. I think it's going to be difficult for him um, or for Tommy Lloyd to divvy up all these minutes, but that is a good thing. I never subscribe to the theory that it is a bad thing when you have too many players out there. It is always a good thing. Dylan Anderson up front, especially with a couple players being out, I think that you can probably as safely assume, this is just a guess, but I think you can probably assume that Arizona is going to uh, get a lot of minutes out of Dylan Anderson. Very excited about this one as well. Very excited about this one. All right, now. Now, first of all, though, let's talk about bird dogs, something else that we're very excited about on this show, bird dogs, birddogs.com backslash locked on college. Check it out. Check it out now. All right. Here's the cool thing. I am not a cool person, as so many of you know, but when I wear bird dogs, I feel pretty cool. And not only do I feel pretty cool, I get a free tumbler with every purchase. But again, you got to use code locked on college for a free tumbler. It doesn't get any better than that, my friends. Does it? It doesn't. It doesn't get any better than that. Check it out. And again, birddogs.com backslash locked on college. You will thank me later. I assure you of this. Not only will you thank me later, you're going to say to yourself, man, why wasn't I on doing this earlier? And But again, better late than never. There's nothing wrong with it. Check it out. Birddogs.com backslash locked on college. All kinds of cool apparel, shorts, tees, you name it, they got it. All right, let's take a quick break. And then we're going to talk about oh, the overarching plan for the season. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats and making this your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, we are at the stage where we need to talk about where Arizona is in the grand scheme of things. I think Arizona, this is going to be Lloyd's best team. And I think we're going to find this out fairly early, to be honest with you. The great thing about Tommy Lloyd's teams is that Tommy Lloyd is always going to play tough basketball. And he's going to travel anywhere he he wants. And not only that... Um, he's going to, uh, he's going to be the dude who not only does he travel far, he is going to, um, he's going to, uh, be able to, uh, I would say he's going to be able to, um, play when you play Duke, when you play Michigan state, when you play all those squads, you're going to really find out where exactly we are. There isn't going to be fool's gold this year. There, like I said before, we've talked, there was so much fool's gold in last year's Arizona team, because again, again, that's a testament to. That's definitely a testament to uh, uh, Tommy Lloyd and what he was able to do. But the team last year wasn't that good. I mean, we just kind of know the team last year wasn't that good. But he was able to mask a lot of things. This year, I think you're going to find out very early. You're going to find out right out the gate against Duke, Michigan State. Um, 
in, uh, Duke, Michigan State, uh, Purdue, FAU, all kinds of good stuff right there. You're going to find all of that out. And not only are you going to find all of that out, uh, you're going to find it out early because you got Duke in the first week of the season. Less than a month away, my friends, less than a month away. That's going to be a lot of fun. But again, this uh, get out to this game if you can. Again, Tommy Lloyd. Tommy Lloyd's a good dude. Not only is he a good dude, he's a good guy who can, um, I think, understands what Arizona basketball fans want to see. And that is a good thing. Again, a lot of times, uh, I think a lot of times it's kind of a square, uh, square peg round hole type situation with some coaches. It's not that with Lloyd. And that I think is what's refreshing about this entire uh, Tommy Lloyd experiment. I don't want to I say experiment in a kind word. Um, now, um, I do believe, I do believe that, um, I do believe that this squad though, going forward, there's going to be some questions though, about who it, do they have a real lead dog? Again, we just spent this whole show talking about it. Um, and, uh, not only that, is there going to be a guy in that last, who is going to be that guy? Is it going to be Caleb Love? I think Caleb Love is certainly the obvious choice, but is Caleb Love going to be that player that wants to, um, to be that, uh, to be that player? We're going to find that one out right there for sure. But on that note, we're going to take, uh, we're signing off. We'll be back with you though, because again, this is the best time for all things, Arizona basketball and Arizona football. Um, but again, make it out to the exhibition tonight. Love to see you out there because again, this team is going to be fun. This team is going to be rocking and rolling. All right. On that note though, I'm your host, Mike Luke, as always, thanks for making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day. We will be back with you tomorrow.